Week eight of the NFL season kicks off tonight, so you know what we got to do. We got to pick the winners in all these games today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are locked on NFL scouting with the Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. Wow. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Joe, happy game day to you, first of all. Your team plays tonight. How do yeah. you feel? Uh, weird, weird. I I don't know if, if it's weirder to think the Bills are going to play tonight in the middle of the week, right, on a Thursday, or if it was weirder when they played in London at 9.30 a.m. on a Sunday. So uh, Check with me next week. Actually, check with me in three weeks because I'll have a Black Friday game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I have next week, I have the 930 kickoff. But have you played Tuesday at 530 p.m.? I have not played on a yeah, Tuesday yeah, ever. Yeah, you had one of those. So, yeah, yeah. that was uh, courtesy of, of what? The Tennessee oh, the Titans. Tennessee Titans, baby. Mm-hmm. Tighten Joe's favorite up. Team. Tighten Joe's, up, baby. Joe's second favorite team. Tighten up your trade Titans. demands for your best players. You know, why don't you uh, oh, get something? Yeah, we get to take 30 seconds to talk about Kevin uh, Byard getting traded for a bag of peanuts. Yeah, hang up. If Howie Roseman calls you asking for your players, like hang up or ask for more. Like, what is going on here? Just so I guess the concern with Tennessee is if you are selling Kevin Byard, not an old player, you yeah. know, former all pro. Under contract beyond this season, if I remember correctly as well. So you've now added up and you got a five, a six in Terrell Edmonds. What kind of standard does that set for any other asset that you're looking to move? I don't know. Last last week you said Derrick Henry for a five. That was too rich. I was, I was too rich to say Derrick Henry would get you a five at this point, which means he's probably not going to get dealt. But I don't know. I would trade Derrick Henry and say $5 million of, of payroll and with the way that that team is trending this year, I would still do it. There's yeah. a sentimental value that they're going to have to negotiate, but he's going to go to the Ravens, isn't he? Probably. Yikes. It's not, not great for other AFC teams. Right. And uh, sources can confirm Kevin Byard um, owed $14.1 million in cash in 2024. He's under contract. Kyle, you think that they'd be willing to move a guy like Daniel Brunskill? No. That was I made the mistake of speculating. Hey, you know the Dolphins lost Isaiah Wynn. Let's let's call and ask about Daniel Brunskill, who played in San Francisco with McDaniel and the Titans fans said, "Nope, can't have him. Can't have him. You can have Tyre Tart. You can have Danico Autry. Can't have Daniel Brunskill. You can't have the thirty-one-year-old career utility offensive lineman who's under contract for like three million dollars next year because they're going to have a young quarterback in twenty twenty-four." Maybe take a draft. Tighten up, tighten up, tighten up. Let's tighten up into week eight of the schedule. 
we have our year to date that we have to cover. If you're new to um, the Thursdays this week, this season, Joe and I pick the games, pick them. Right now, Joe's hitting at 58.5% on his pick'em. Kyle is hitting at 60.5%. We are two games apart in the win-loss column through seven weeks of this season. But the spreads, you get a pick courtesy of all of the summer and all of the in-season work that we do on the show where we assess the rosters, we give them a rating, we give the individual players classifications. There's classifications for the top 40 players on all 53-man rosters, and it's meant to quantify how good your roster is. There's positional value that's rolled into there. There's coaching that's factored in there. It gives you at the end, like a singular output number. Now we use those and some methodology that we're not going to talk about to determine a formula to come up with games against the spread. And we'd look at our spread. And then we look at what the actual spread is courtesy of our friends over FanDuel Sportsbook. And we take whatever it dictates, whatever lean on the FanDuel spread is, is how we pick the game with our methodology. Joe, 53.5% through seven weeks. We are profitable against the spread with this methodology. I'll take it. Take it. Making money. Take it. Now, we have Buffalo yep. at home. Yep. Thursday Night Football. Yep. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, our first game to preview yeah. this. Kyle, the 13th all-time meeting between the Bills and Bucks. What do you think the Bills' record against the Bucks is in the previous 12 matchups? Well, I know the Bucks missed the Bills window when they were absolutely horrible, which was, I believe, the 70s. They were not a good franchise. Yeah, correct? real bad. The Dolphins beat them like 20 times in a row. You know, the, the Chiefs will pass that in three years with the Broncos. After another game, we're going to talk, and there's my spoiler pick for one of the games that's going to be played, one of the four games at 4 o'clock this week. Um, I would say Buffalo leads the series how many? Games of the well, game? this is the this is the, the twelve previous matchups. Ten to ten to two. The Bills are four and eight all time against no the Buccaneers. Way. I was stunned to learn that this week. Like, what is that about, man? Like, are you kidding me? Four and eight against the Bucks? How is that possible? I don't. I don't, I don't tell you. I have to go When's back the last time the they played? Tom Brady overtime. Leonard oh, Fournette. No, it's Brashad right, Perriman right. on the big. Yeah, over. The Bills come. We're down twenty four to three at halftime. They come back, tie it up. Yeah, I was yeah, real happy. Just to yeah, lose. Bill, Bills fell to like seven and six, but then they won their last four, won the division, and then in 13 seconds. Um, Bills get to five and 12 all time, or five and eight all time against uh, the Bucks tonight. I think short week at home, uh, Josh Allen versus Baker Mayfield, prime time. I don't know. That just feels, despite both teams having some issues of late, right? The Bucks started three and one, have been three and, or one and three their last four, right? Like there, there's, there's issues on both sides. Um, I'll lean into the home team with the better quarterback. I like Tampa Bay's chances a lot more if Vita Vey can play. He's going to be a true game time decision. You think you think he'll play? Yeah, he's been hurt all year in play, so I I don't think that's. I think it'll make. I think that'll make the spread more interesting. I don't know how you pick Buffalo laying eight and a half. Like I, if I'm betting real money, show is. Yeah, I would pick the Bucks, but the show's not going to pick the Bucks. Uh, I also agree. I, I don't think Tampa just quite has the front, even though Biff Buffalo's banged up. I know that that front seven's kind of ailing a little bit. I don't think Tampa Bay has the horses to take advantage of it. So I'll also pick the Bucks or, or the Bills, and then the show is going to pick the Bills to cover the eight and a half at home. It Chase, would Chase not... Evans back for the Bucks, Kyle. So the Jets and Giants play. <laughs> 
at uh, MetLife. Yep. This is a home, quote unquote, home game for the Giants. It'll be decorated in uh, red, white, and blue. As opposed it'll be to decorated green. in red, white. Hey, and I blue. like the yep. new uh, midfield logos and stuff going on at MetLife this year. It looks nicer for sure. You think so? Yeah, don't you? A better than whatever like, they're giving was like the NFL logo right in the middle. Now yeah. it's like the actual, actual team, team stuff. I like that. Yeah. The Jets are favored by three in this game, which you told me these two teams were playing a week ago with the Jets going into their bye after beating the Eagles and the Giants looking like the Giants had looked. You'd say, man, Jets are going to, Jets are going to roll. Gets a little bit more interesting with the Giants playing how the Giants have played the last two weeks and the Jets coming off of a bye, I think. Here's where I want to go with this game, and I'd like to have a little bit of freedom. If Tyrod Taylor starts this game, I am picking the Giants. If Daniel Jones starts this game, give me the Jets. What's here? Here's a fun question. It's going to come down to mistakes, Kyle. Who's going to make more mistakes in this game, Zach Wilson or Tyrod Taylor? Is Zach Wilson or Daniel Jones? Both defenses, I think, are going to have pretty strong performances. Yeah, so that's interesting. Is the Giants' strength defensively is what? Their front. And yeah. the Jets are obviously banged up up front with Vera Tucker's out. Um, They're going to lean into the run game. I'll still pick the Jets. You're going Jets, Jets no matter what. I'm going Jets regardless. Okay. Now, I do. I'd be surprised if the Giants rushed Daniel Jones back with a neck injury against this defense. Right. With the with the Giants offensive line. I'd be very surprised. I the Jets defense might outscore the Giants offense regardless of who plays. <laughs> well, that I mean that's the the caveat being here being the Giants offensive line, but I think Tyrod mitigates that in some in some way. I think that, that's fair. So, that's fair. So, I'm going Jets no matter what. Joe is dependent on the quarterback. Uh, I do not believe the spread is big enough on our end. We have Jets minus four. So we're taking Jets to cover, but that's with the assumption right now that Daniel Jones plays. Yeah. I don't think Terod Taylor would grade right. highly enough to swing the spread so that the show is going to be locked in on Jets covering no matter what as well. You know what I'm locked in on, Kyle? DoorDash. I'm obsessed with it. The convenience is simply unmatched, especially – in my busy life, right? We're all busy right now. We're mm -hmm. trying to watch football. We got families. We're it's busy around the house. Pets. No time to cook. No, no time to cook. No time to get to the grocery store. That's why I love ordering from DoorDash. DoorDash brings me groceries. DoorDash brings me food from my favorite local restaurants. Lately, I've been ordering from the Smoke Pit. It's right down the street here. They got this. Are we uh, going there? Got, I don't you think we made uh, maybe next time you're here, but man, they're cornbread, but they should just, door, we should just door dash it. We wouldn't even have to go. We could just stay right. home we just keep grinding the tape and that's right. Eat it because DoorDash is going to drop it off right at the front door. I love the consistency with DoorDash as well. Like you get a little nervous about just ordering things and it getting dropped off. It's just like, I would pick it off, especially the groceries. Like they know to get the quality produce that I want or whatever I'm asking for. They check the takeout orders. It's all really, really good. And if there's ever an issue, they make sure it's handled right away so stop worrying about what's for dinner stop worrying about what you're going to snack on stop worrying about when you're going to find time to go to the grocery store and let doordash handle that for you get 50 percent off up to a 10 dollar value when you spend 15 dollars or more on your first order when you download the doordash app and enter code locked 23 subject to change terms apply don't forget to use code locked 23 
for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change, terms apply. The Jacksonville Jaguars are hosting, or visiting, excuse me, the Pittsburgh Steelers in week eight. And the Jaguars on the road are favored by two and a half points. This spread makes much more sense than last week's Jacksonville spread, which I suppose really was just Trevor Lawrence game time decision related, how they were only favored by one and a half against the Saints and would have walked all over that if they did not collapse late. But they still covered for us, so they still hit Thursday night last week. Tell me, tell me why I should not pick Jacksonville to win this game. <laughs> I don't I don't have an answer for you. I'm gonna go with the better quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. And what I really like about Jacksonville in this game is their defense, particularly their ability to stop the run. I think they can make Pittsburgh a little bit one dimensional. And um give stop me the, the Jags. Jaguars can stop the run, man. They can. I'm I'm what are we worried about? Pittsburgh running the ball because for? they're gonna try to run the ball. They, you know, they do every week. Right. I know the formula, man. Run the ball, a shovel pass to some tight ends, and isolate Deontay Johnson and George Pickens down the field and throw it to him. What's a bummer, too, for Pittsburgh is you get Deontay Johnson back, and then Frowermuth, not like they've been using him this year, but he has the injury, and he goes on IR. So it's like, man, we're we're just chasing our tail with our supporting cast for Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Uh, I am also picking Jacksonville. Our show has this as closer to Jacksonville, uh, even on the road favor, by almost a touchdown. Yeah. So we're taking Jacksonville minus two and a half uh, against the spread on the show as well. Philadelphia, uh, yeah. Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs is number one team in the NFC this week, which seems to be a kiss of death. Here comes the letdown. Here comes the letdown. <laughs> Visiting Washington, the short trip down I-95 uh, to play the Washington Commanders. Um, and I l- let me get out in front of you. The Washington I know it's a divisional game. I know they kind of played them like weirdly wild, wacky, wonky. Beat game them last year. They, they beat them last year. That Eagles front getting Jalen Carter back last week. Miami was down three starters, and it's still a better line than Washington has. Sam Howell's taking sacks like nobody's business. The Eagles are going to dog these guys up front. They're going to win mm-hmm. this football game just based off of that alone. Lock me in. You know, one of my favorite talking points when it comes to divisional games is the second divisional game is a measuring stick of where teams are in growth. And I think that the first time things can be a little bit weird. The second time, I think you really find out. And there's a talent advantage here. And I think what this Eagles front can do to this commander's O-line with poor old Sam Howell back there just getting sacked like crazy every week. That giving the old college try. Brother, he's trying. <laughs> he's competing. But he's getting sacked. And I... I I'll keep saying it. I think they're asking too much of Sam Howell, but nobody wants to agree with me, but I think the Eagles win this game. Uh, the show is taking Philadelphia by a multiple of what the actual spread yeah. is on FanDuel, which is six and a half. So that that's one that I would hammer, especially under a touchdown. If it stays under seven in real life, but the show is, thinking that that's a multiple score win for Philadelphia. Dallas, explain to me how this is a one o'clock game, Joe. I can't explain to me. Explain to me in a straight face. There's no teams on a bye this week. All 32 teams are playing. And you've got Dallas at home. You've got Green Bay at home. 
You've got Indianapolis at home, and they all play at 1 o'clock so that you can have four games in the 4 o'clock slate, including Brown Seahawks, Bengals 49ers, Chiefs Broncos, and Ravens Cardinals. That's your 4 o'clock slate with 16 games or sixteen games this week. It's insane. How's this a 1 o'clock game? I'm upset. Got no answers for you. You know, Darius Rucker, Hootie and the Bluefish, I'd know him better as the cut country music big dolphins fan wrote a song about how the dolphins make him cry and then uh, he's got a country song called i've got nothing well that would be my answer to this explanation Uh, so this next game is the los angeles rams and the dallas cowboys i I thought you were transitioning i thought you were skipping the game there's there's a compelling (laughs) talking point outside of just the rams playing the cowboys new dad sean mcveigh yes welcoming a baby what's that like wait i mean NFL coaching. head coach, like, how do you do it? Do you just not? Like, is he just not like there with his wife and his kid? How do you possibly, how do you possibly welcome an infant to your family, your first child, and also game plan for for a National Football League game? I don't know, man. This is he's he's in trouble. Yeah, I, I know how I feel, and I don't have the game plan for the Cowboys defense. So, I'm sure his staff is picking up a lot of it. You know of what I course. mean. But I the, the duel that's got to be tough because like you want to be fully invested in both things, man. That's tough. So Dallas is favored by six and a half. Dallas at home. Uh, Dallas had the bye last week. Los yeah. Angeles played at home and lost to the Steelers. Sort of, kind of lost, but sort of, kind of lost, yeah. but they did they they did lose. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll pick Dallas to win the game. I want. I kind of want to pick the Rams to win the game. Do it. Okay. I'll do it. Oh. I'll do it. Oh. I'll do it. All right. Well, I'm gonna pick Dallas. This is awkward. Um I could see the Rams rallying and winning this game for sure. Like there's definitely a path. We just had somebody tell us to be interesting and pick games different. So I'll pick this game different. Nice of you to fall on the sword there, Kyle. So people will listen to our Thursday podcast. Uh no, I'm going with Dallas. I, I think their defense, I think. Some of the talent, I think there's a talent advantage here, although the Rams have mitigated that to an extent this year. I think there's probably a, some coaching advantages on the Rams side of things, but I like Dallas at home. Um, the show has Dallas favored by three versus six and a half. So pretty close. I do think the one the one variable here uh, consistently for the Rams that has kind of kept these games interesting when you, you reference the talent level is the coaching and the coaching disparity between Dallas, particularly offensively, and what the Rams have is a big advantage for the Rams. Now, the question is how fired up this team comes to play. Uh, I think the Rams have enough skill players to to get enough points on Dallas, and, and I think you've got an elite player in Aaron Donald who can make life difficult for an offense in Dallas that hasn't really found their rhythm. You know, they were on the bye last week. They scored 20 points. Uh, against the Chargers on the road, and then they scored 10 points against the San Francisco the previous week. So they scored 30 points in the last three weeks in two games. So I think there's enough here. I'm taking the Rams. Uh, let's get a couple of these 1 o'clock games churned out here, Joe, as we continue. Atlanta visiting the Titans with the quarterback in question. Atlanta's favored by 2.5. Yeah, Will Levis starting for the Titans. Atlanta's defense is playing well. Uh Good pass rush, some ball hawks in the back end. Give me the Falcons to go into Tennessee and win the game. 
I agree with you wholeheartedly. Atlanta is favored by two and a half on FanDuel. Our show rankings have them favored by three. So we're the show is also taking Atlanta to cover the spread. Miami hosting New England. Week eight, second divisional game mm-hmm. between these two teams. Um, New England coming off, obviously, a big momentum win. Last week against Buffalo, their second win of the season. Miami beat them in week two by a touchdown. Uh, Miami coming off the Sunday Night Football loss, which it's isn't always interesting how you you play a what's perceived to be a big time game like that, and you come out the other side of it. It's just a reminder of how physical football is. Dolphins have like sixteen guys on the injury report. Mm-hmm. Like you 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 really turn up the intent. It really feels like you turn up the intensity in a game like that. And they came out kind of worse for wear. I think that the injury element here is one thing to watch for New England that could swing things in their favor. Javon Hollins in concussion protocol. Tyreek Hill didn't practice on Wednesday, although we'll wait and see how, you know, there's not really a lot of tangible stuff to work with, at least at the time of this recording. I know Mike McDaniel's going to address the media this uh, this morning, so we'll we'll find out at some point. But Miami's favored by 9.5, which is a big number. Joe? I like that this game is in Miami. Um, I, I think that really fosters a great environment for them to be cleaner on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think New England might be able to make this interesting, but if Miami can can score, which, I mean, obviously, but I'm going Miami, but there's a little bit of you don't, understanding you don't get the, the You don't get the warm yeah. and fuzzies about it. Yeah, not as much as I did in week or whenever that game was right, well, but especially you know, they, at home though. They're they're potentially down three starters on the offensive line. We'll see if they let Connor Williams off the leash this week, especially with Isaiah Wynn going on IR. It sounds like he's he might miss the whole season. So the lack of speed on the second level for New England is what concerns me. Okay. I'm also picking Miami uh, to win their 15 and two in their last 17 home games. It's been a house of horrors down there for New England in general, even going back to the final few years of the Tom Brady era. Uh, this show has this number closer to two touchdowns, but there's a lot of injury things that will update that number when we get like the inactives and the final injury report on Friday and see like Javon Holland would hurt that number. Tyreek Hill would obviously hurt that number. Uh, Connor Williams would hurt that number. Like it, it could bring it back down to a point where if this actual spread stays at nine and a half, I could actually see enough injuries pushing it to where the show would take New England against the spread. Yeah, New England's healthy too, right? They got their offensive line back. They're going to yep. get Keon White and Juju. Like they're they're a pretty healthy football team. I'm, I'm of course minus Christian Gonzalez and Matthew Judon, but the rest of their guys are are going to be available. All right, we got uh, a big uh, matchup to talk about here in just a second: Carolina and Houston. But snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers can get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. That's two hundred dollars in bonus bets. Win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is simply no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a ton of different things that you can bet on, including spreads, player props. That's where I've been winning, the player props. Uh, probably going to bet the over again on Dalton Kincaid uh, receiving yards tonight, and hopefully I can uh, cash out again. They have over-unders and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off this NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Folks, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it's more important than ever to be prepared. And we know how these current events, they can affect affect supply chain shortages for medications and getting them in a timely manner 
There is a solution to that problem, and it's the Jace case. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your own personal, unique needs. And Jace is always working hard to expand their offerings, and they offer gift cards. So if there's a family member or a loved one that you want to have a Jace case that they can get personalized for themselves, they can do so with a gift card. So go to jacemedical.com and enter code LOCKDOWN at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN at jacemedical, J-A-S-E, medical.com. All right, Joseph, we, um, we're going to go Texans-Panthers next matchup of the two teams that picked quarterbacks at the top of the 2023 NFL draft. And um, I'll get out in front of you. I think the Texans win this football game. I, I think them coming off of uh, a bye last week is good, helpful versus Carolina coming off a bye. They're thinking about selling some talent. I just think an extra week to stew in that with the state of where mm-hmm. Carolina's at right now is not going to be any any help more helpful for them, even though they're at home. So I'm picking the Panthers to yes. lose at home to the Texans. Too many injuries for that Panthers defense. Uh, give me the Texans. Okay. Show has the uh, line actually, believe it or not, right just over three. So it's like okay. 3.2. So FanDuel has the spread at three. The show by the slimmest of margins is picking Houston to cover minus three. Minnesota coming off a huge win last week. Obviously a watered-down San Francisco team, but nevertheless a win uh, against San Francisco on Monday Night Football moves them to three and four, facing a Packers team that is fading fast. And if you believe in momentum in any capacity, then I need you to look me dead in the face and tell me you could seriously pick the Packers to win the game. I can't. I'm riding the Vikings. I am also riding... The purple cockroaches, they're back, Joe. We tried point to write them off again. Point differential, Kyle. It, in, so here's the deal. Instead of the, the games playing out as a purple cockroach that you just can't kill, now it's just going to be the season. The 2023 season is going to embody a 2022 <laughs> right. game for Minnesota. Yeah. yeah they're like down. That. You I write like them out. They're done. They're dead. They're back. <laughs> Vikings are going to wake up on Monday morning at 500. With a soft schedule in the back half. Yeah. Going to the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs. Thought or not, the Vikings are going to the playoffs. Yes, uh, they are. Probably a thought right now with what the rest of the playoff <laughs> right. card field looks like. Right. Uh, the show has this uh, as a, a pick em. So do you want to take Minnesota since we're in lockstep? Yeah, yeah. They got to stay with our pick em. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do with the pick em and say, going Minnesota down together, cover. baby. Okay. We'll go down together. The Saints. Visiting the Indianapolis Colts, and I think this is a bit of a buzzkill for the Saints um, because Gardner Minshew, while he's a backup, look what he's doing for Josh Downs. Yeah, Josh Downs had a huge week last week. So a lot of explosive plays for the Colts offense. They put 38 on the Browns. Yeah, What are your thoughts? I think the season and opportunities continue to not look too big for the Colts, um, despite things that have come their way. Uh, where the Saints have certainly been more high variance, certainly they've had their moments, but the inconsistency has bothered me with the Saints. And um, I feel like the Colts at home, I'm 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 rolling with it, to be honest with you. I I, I feel like Minshew's mentality here um, just kind of trumps the way that Carr's playing the game right now. Give me the Colts. I agree. 
Uh, I think that the, the fact that there's no expectations on this Colts team is, is showing with how they're playing versus the Saints had some level of expectations. Uh, I think the coaching job going on in New Orleans right now is leaving a lot to be desired. Uh, I think there's kind of a leadership vacuum with that team. You kind of saw that with how Carr handled the adversity in the last couple of weeks in, in late game situations, uh, the Thursday night game. So I'm also taking the Colts. The show actually has this. The FanDuel has uh, New Orleans favored by one and a half. The show has the Colts favored at home by six and a half. Mm. So we are hammering Colts on the show. Very good. The Getting a point and a half at home. Yes, please. We're finally into the four o'clock games, Joe. Finally. Not many of them, so we're all right. Yeah, we'll work quickly here. Uh, Browns, Sands, Deshaun Watson, visiting the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle favored by three and a half. I'll just get this part out of the way. Uh, the show has the Seahawks favored by two. So we're taking the Browns to cover the three and a half on the road. So this is really, really a tough game um, for a lot of reasons. I hate the idea of this Geno Smith Seattle offense against the Browns defense, mm-hmm. but I also hate that this game's in Seattle. I think that's going to make it tough. Do I ride? What do I trust? What unit do I trust the most? I guess it's the Browns defense, despite what they gave up to Indy last week. I think Seattle's too mistake prone. And I don't think that their defense can limit PJ Walker enough. Give me the Browns on the road. Give mm. me the Browns on the road. There you go. We'll pick a different game this week. I'm picking the Seahawks. All right. So you got At your home. that that West Coast travel trip is a bear. It is. And uh with PJ Walker a little bit more banged up on the offensive line. I'll take the Seahawks. All to right. get after him. So I'll take the Seahawks to win. So that, that's a fun one. Now we have Bengals at San Francisco. We'll see what the state of affairs is with the 49ers from a health perspective. But one thing that we do know is Brock Purdy's currently in concussion protocol, which means he probably is not going to be available to play, which would leave Sam Darnold to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers death taxes and San Francisco not being able to make it a season without having a quarterback interruption from wire to wire fascinated by this Kyle fascinated um because there's been so many instances of Shanahan inserting whatever quarterback and they're still mm-hmm. being production yep and Cincinnati's been a reeling football team they got the win coming into the bye they had the bye but what are they going to look like on the road in San Francisco and their defense should be good to go right like Oh man, this is hard. Two, they've lost their last two, Kyle, to the Vikings and the Browns. Clearly a fake team. Clear, clearly they're fake good team, right? That's the energy that the they the people want to spread around. That's sarcasm, by the way. Um, I think the 49ers get back to basics this week. Give me the Niners. hard right it's a hard game um i will pick the 49ers contingent on what we see from trent williams who did not practice yesterday again what we see from debo samuel there's some injuries here that i think could very much tip this in san francisco's favor and that also goes for the spread it's close enough 
Uh, we have San Francisco at home minus five versus the actual spread of San Francisco minus three and a half. Um, I could see this entire game flipping depending on who's who's dressing for San Francisco come game time. So that'll be one we have to revisit. I think the next two will be pretty condensed. Yeah, Chiefs and Ravens. Uh, Chiefs, Broncos. Chiefs favored by seven and a half. Played them close last time. Kansas City's won 16 in a row. Make it 17. Make it 17. Okay. Show's taking the Chiefs to cover seven and a half on the road, uh, which might be the only risky business that we have right now uh, with that pick. Ravens coming off a monster win against the Lions, uh, favored by eight and a half in Arizona against the Cardinals. Ravens. Ravens. uh, We think this is closer to 17 points. So uh, we really like Baltimore to cover that. Uh, The Bears with Tyson Bajant visiting the LA Chargers. Chargers favored by eight and a half. Surely the Chargers will live up to expectations one of these weeks. Yeah, and I think if there's an opportunity to do that, it's against Chicago. Now, nothing nothing feels easy for the Chargers in picking them, and certainly they have injuries, but you'd like to think that they got enough here to beat Chicago in L.A. on primetime. I would be inclined to agree with you. Herbert over Bajan. Like, can we just strip it down yeah. to that? Yes. Uh, I think, you know, we can <laughs> we could get after the quarterback a little bit, get a player in a second career start. There's going to be stress to score. Give me the give me the Chargers. Uh, they're favored by eight and a half. The show is taking them to cover the eight and a half. We have this spread uh, from the show rankings closer to thirteen points. So, which brings us to Raiders Lions. It's our last game of the week, Joe. Monday Night Football. Can the Lions get back on track against the Las Vegas Raiders? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, Lions. I think this is a. Uh type of opportunity for them to rally, come back, play better football on a national stage. Um, I think they just had a bad week. They're going to be fine. Raiders are a great get-back-on-schedule type opponent. And I'm also taking the Lions. The show has the Lions favored by 11 versus 8.5 is the actual FanDuel spread. So the show is taking Detroit to cover 8.5. That is going to do it for us this week. There's some storylines to watch. We'll be looking at Jets-Giants. We'll be looking at Rams-Cowboys. We'll be looking at Brown Seahawks. We may be looking at Bengals 49ers. Oh, there's some interesting uh, stuff at stake here, Joe Marino. So Takes on takes. We forget again. Take every day. That's right. Tomorrow's takes on takes. So in the YouTube comments of this show, leave your takes, hottest takes. We will provide the take on your take on takes on takes, uh, as Joe likes to put it when he introduces the concepts. Coming on tomorrow. Yeah. Friday. So be yeah. prepared. Uh, we hope to see you there. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. We are out of here. Peace.